0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover Podcast where we raised a bar and lowered a tone. All things FPL related. Welcome to the first episode of 2020. As I said on Twitter, New Year, same old FPL Hangover. Great start to the year so far. We've got a continent that's on fire. Shit is bubbling up big time in the Middle East. And I hear Love Island is starting again. So you can choose which one of them is the greater evil. But yeah, fuck, it feels like forever since we last recorded. I guess, you know, we had the FA Cup distracting us there at the weekend. uh, But looking at the calendar, it's only been like a fucking week. And I think we can blame the the Christmas fixtures coming out as ticking fast at this time of the year. And uh, speaking of coming at you, tick and fast, I'd like to welcome my podcast partner in crime. Shame, how are you getting on, my friend? Doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Happy new, new year.
1: New decade, new me. Oh no, fuck off
0: you! Actually, I'm surprised you didn't do the ten years ago picture. That's right up your alley.
1: Yeah, I must. I, they're all on my computer. I'd have to l- look those. You out. would I'd look definitely do one of those. Identical. Yeah, I think I'm you'd right. look identical. It'd be hilarious. Uh, yeah, I think I would be a bit more
0: beardy, probably. Back then. <laughs> no, no. What it would be twenty four back then. Probably couldn't grow facial very well back then. Ah, come on, you're not giving yourself enough credit. But how's your new year been? Have you have you been enjoying the the mild break since we last spoke?
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel like that much of a break, but it did feel like I had more time to prepare for this episode than you know, like any other episode this season. Because normally the games are finished on a Sunday or maybe even a Monday, and then we're like straight into the pod recording that night. Whereas this finished that. The last game we finished on Wednesday, Thursday or something? Yeah, it was a Wednesday or- yeah. Thursday night was like there was one game on the Thursday yeah, was night. The game was Thursday. Like Thursday. So yeah, and uh again, yeah, that Thursday night game, the Liverpool game helping my uh my
0: rank. Yeah, you would have been pretty happy after your game week twenty-one. I believe you you suffered another green arrow. <laughs> another green arrow. <laughs> I suffered, you get another green arrow. Yeah. yeah. Uh
1: that's ten out of eleven green arrows now. And um I moved up fifty
0: seven K. Do you know what's worse? About that James, and if I can just interrupt you for a second is that that's the second time I've had to hear that today because you got that same shout out on FPL Chieftains podcast, and I just realized that when he said it, I was like, oh, that sounds familiar, yeah, yeah. I'm paying him uh, royalties just yeah. guess, uh, <laughs> shout outs in his on his podcast,
1: um but yeah, no, there was a while like ten weeks ago I was like I think Demo was ahead of me chieftain. Yeah. Who's ahead of me, and uh, I was my target was like, let's try and catch up with uh, him and his own mini league. And uh, Jimmy Donuts, uh, his partner, I think you know as well. I was like, yeah, I want to get ahead of them. And now I'm just keep just setting my sights on different uh, people, FPL Twitter people. Mm. And once I get past one, I'm like, okay, hey, now I'm going to try and aim for for this. But there's there's a lot of guys going up in the rankings as well.
0: I thought I was the only man in your life.
1: Well, I'm coming for you. Like this is the, this is the last week. This is a family. This is the this last. Is a family week. show, last week, down. <laughs> where uh, you're going to be ahead of me now. For a while. No, it's not. I gave this you. Is I gave week. you
0: Christmas, uh, Christmas Day, and uh, New Year's Day at the top. You've given me since the start of the season at the top, Shamus. Because if we were in just a one-on-one league, one-on-one, brah. I, you haven't passed me out all season. So I feel no. like that you've gotten close enough now that you're going to edge away again. You get your you get your jibes in now while you can. Because What's this? Region? A whole half season on top show? This is like unprecedented. Yeah.
1: Well, the second half of the season is,
0: uh, is <laughs> on its a way. I had decency to take the lead off you last year on Christmas Day. But <laughs> you couldn't even do me the same courtesy, could you?
1: Well, I uh, I gifted you a Christmas present last year and this year I gift you another one. And again, <laughs> unreciprocated, no presents from you. But I guess you're just going to give me... Brief. This new decade. Yeah. 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 Decade
0: we'll... of uh, destruction. I won't lie, Seamus. I'm definitely a little bit more anxious now than I was after game week 20. And that is because you had a pretty solid game week 21. Yeah. Um. So, as I said there a while ago, I alluded to Green Arrow
1: up 57,000 places, up to 228K now. Yeah. Uh, so, that's a damn sight better than the start of uh, this period 10 game weeks ago or so. Uh, my game rank uh, rank was 877k with a score of 63, so it was a good week. And um, the average was 48, so that's 15 points above the average. Yeah. There are seven points between us now. Total points for me 1195, and uh, the players that did it um, was Grealish. Probably my high point this week, seeing him getting a goal ruled yeah. out very softly. I thought, you know, in the next phase of play. Um, yeah, and then he got got a goal and he got an assist, so thirteen points. Although there was furious debate over whether he would get the uh, the assist. Was there? Yeah, because um, you, I, I was, you know, I was it, a working man that day. so He was to me. fancy. I think the uh, the official FPL game mentioned on Twitter that he got the assist, but then he did. They didn't update it with an assist for ages. And it took like a good 10-15 minutes before it came up and a lot of people were very unhappy and a lot of people were very was happy. Was it controversial
0: that he might not
1: assist? Well he kind of did a 1-2 with um, who's it? Wesley? I was going yeah, to say Bentley. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Wesley up front and he kind of chipped it back in but you couldn't really tell whether the intention was for Wesley or the back, whoever's at the back post, I don't know the guys who or something gives a like fuck. Uh, because it depends if, if the intent was to cross, because it took a deflection. So oh, it took a if uh, oh, okay. the intent was to cross it to Wesley and it got a deflection, yeah, it would still be his assist. So there was, but but it's too tight sell. It looked like he was going for Wesley, but yeah, maybe he was going a bit more. But the touch kind of happened as he was releasing it. I'm getting way too bogged down this. But he got his 13 points in the end, so justice was served. So that was my high point because there was a lot of greetish haters out there. People who sold him for a Well, to week. be
0: honest with you, Seamus, I won't lie. I was making a transfer last week and, you know, I was looking to make some moves financially and with McGinn's injury and Aston Villa's recent kind of results... I was looking at like Grealish show and you kind of talked me out of it on the last episode. Did I? You well, it was just that disapproving look that you do. You yeah. know, I was, And when I said that I was considering it, I don't think you ever remember the episodes after you finished them. <laughs> but, and you listened back. But uh, no, uh, yeah, you kind of talked me out of it a little bit. You just kind of were like, you just gave me that look. And I was like, you know what? Fine, fuck it. He stays. And Felt unnecessary. Points. Felt unnecessary. And yeah, I just couldn't
1: believe it seeing that people... Had, I get why people saw them last week. I mean, if you there was a clamour to get in um, Treore, yeah. Who went whose price went up like 0.2 or 0.3 in the, the intervening time so uh, I can get why people might have wanted to get on him but I, I didn't really want to get uh, Grealish out so I had a Lucas Moore in my team yeah. and I was like that's going to be I had two free transfers I didn't know what I wanted to do I've been saying for ages I was going to get Madison in who got a goal but instead you got an 11 point return yeah instead I didn't go for Madison in the end I talked myself into you know what Martial, mm. they got some. Uh, they'll probably batter Arsenal. Arsenal rubbish. the mind this new manager, bounce is still. You know, with Arteta was like, it's still Arsenal, but United weren't at the races at all. So Martial did very little, and I thought it would be a nice alternative uh, to your Rashford.
0: Yeah, I actually was a little surprised when I saw you went with Martial. I mean, I was definitely a little disappointed in the sense that, oh fuck, there it goes, my Man United uh, kind of. Differential on you, it's like, oh look, uh, if United bang now, then there's a good chance some of that sh- shit's going to go Martial's way. Yeah. So I was a little annoyed, but at the same time I was also like, like, how long do you see this shit going for United? <laughs> you know? Well, they've
1: got three home games in their next four, yeah. so that's kind of where it is now. So Norwich in game week twenty two at home, then they're away to Liverpool. I'll probably bench Martial at that in that game, and then home to Burnley and home to Wolves in twenty four and twenty five. So those yeah. are like United are shite away from home. But they're good at home, and uh, yeah, I think I think I'd rather have Martial than Rashford. He's cheaper for a start, and my forward slots are locked in. So I'm, no, I'm I've fine. been looking at Rashford, but yeah. I couldn't really justify getting him and his out. Which is uh, you are talking about disappointments that you're covering? My many your Man United player with having another attacking Man United player. You cover my him and his by also going for Jimenez this, this week
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and I had a decent enough week I mean I wasn't disappointed I got a bit of a a meh red arrow it dro- dropped me down less than 10k so I don't really feel too you know I don't like seeing the fucking red but I mean I'm I'm, I'm easy to get over it. I'm still inside the top 200k 186 uh, I got 54 points what did you say the average was? 48. 48. So yeah, above the average. Uh, saw me stay top of my many leagues where I needed to stay top of, and uh, yeah, I was kind of happy enough. But I did get him in this week, and uh, yeah, he didn't do jack shit. But my high point is the fact that the player I got out. It kind of uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if if this comes under the proper definition of a hokey cokey. But I went Mao Pei in in game week twenty, and then got Mao Pei out in game week twenty one for Jimenez hmm. but maybe I'll go back and get Mopey in at some stage like I'm this is kind of more so that like, is definitely a hokey-cokey
1: you know. is it? yeah that's the thing
0: so that's you know it was a bit flippant but I did want Jimenez for his three fixtures starting with last week and then following it up with Newcastle and Southampton so yeah, yeah. I, mean. uh, I like uh, I said I was disappointed seeing that because
1: Jimenez has been a star for me for the last uh, I've had him 11 game weeks now um, he's been doing some serious damage for me, and you haven't had him, so it's been pure points. And seeing you get him, I was like, God damn it! But man. fuck you, so man!
0: You have two stars that I haven't had all season. You yeah. can't have them both. Yeah. And that brings us to your other. I'm surprised he wasn't your high point to the. At
1: Danny Ings. I'm just. I'm just expecting nine points from him every game now because he gets the three bones when he uh, gets a goal. It's absolutely shocking. Absolutely. <laughs> Even against Spurs, as I, I've been saying for weeks. That, uh, yeah, I'm going to come off things, but I have other fires to look at and stuff. You know, he's scoring, I might keep him a bit longer. And then I looked at it, and he's actually come the whole way, pretty much the whole way through. He's bad fixtures after this Leicester game. He's got like three good fixtures out in the next four. Um, the Liverpool away game being the exception, but like, and after that's, you know, it's plain sailing. I'm just, everyone's bringing him in now. I'm like, huh, I well, might just keep him.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think Leicester Wolves, I think Wolves is going to be a tough match for Southampton. Let's not forget. Yeah, that's true. You know, But <laughs> I,
1: I will say this you talked about bringing in Jimenez in these good fixtures, and that's why I was holding on to him. Yeah. He's traditionally been somebody who scored against, you know, Wolves have done well against the big teams. Uh, He's gotten points against Man City and Spurs, and last year was the same. Yeah. And it's been, if you remember, last year they were dropping points against the lower teams. Yeah. That had me thinking. So then I was like, how good are his next upcoming fixtures against Newcastle and Southampton? They drew one all with both of those teams this season.
0: Yeah. So well, the they Newcastle they still away from home, and that was earlier on when they were kind of still getting used to that Europa, the Europa League. Team.
1: Yeah. So there is that question: Are they? How are they going to be with the Europa League and rotation? And they are looking really good. So I'm, I'm not selling him, and I, I don't think it was a bad move getting him. But I am a bit. Even though the fixtures look really good, I don't think I'd be considering the armband or anything like that. You know, I don't think I'd be doubling up on um, Wolves players like Traore, and that, that was one thing that put me
0: off Traore yeah. last week. Well, I mean, for sure, I can understand why you wouldn't want the two of them, but I suppose it would come down to how much team value you'd kind of built up a little bit. Like, could you afford to have your four point five midfielder really be a five point? Two or whatever he was a couple of yeah. weeks ago Do you know that was a big question were you willing to invest half a mil more here instead of your five million goalkeeper or whatever there was a couple of ways you could have got the two and that way you aren't really playing the two of them every week unless they have yeah. solid fixtures but I'm with you I didn't want to double up either but you know the way I see it is I can my team is kind of the way you know barring massive injuries and suspensions like I don't see the spine of my team changing a whole lot between now and the end of the season in terms of KDB, Mane, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Jamie Vardy, do you know like these are these are solid positions being locked up every everywhere in my team. So I feel a bit more entitled to be a bit more flippant with transfers and like the tran- the forward line like coming in my seven million strikers is an area where I'm looking at yeah you know being able to be flexible.
1: Totally agree. I'm playing kind of a price point kind of strategy at the moment where I'm playing um, two premium. Uh, midfielders in De Bruyne and Mane Mm -hmm. same as you in fact Um, then I've got like a 7 to 8 million million pound midfielder and a 6 to 6.5 million midfielder so that would be um, Grealish at the moment who's like 6.2 when I got him and then there was um, Martial at the moment who's like 7.9 also, could that could that could be like someone like Mora? That could be Madison. Yeah. Those are the players I'm looking at there, or maybe even Richarlison. But I, I don't really like the Richarlison one too much. I've gone for Martial, and if that doesn't seem to go well, that could. One of my strategies is upgrade him to Salah, which means getting rid of him and is a few weeks time. And then I could do that if I want to change my structure. But at the minute, I like that structure. Then you've got your nine million forward, which is Vardy or whatever I got him at at the time. I know he's like nearly ten now, but I got That's him like, more than ten. I'd say. Yeah, I got him like nine point two or something. Yeah. Um, what was it? Jimenez seven point five, and then Ings who was six point one when I yeah. got him or something.
0: I feel like you could come off Jimenez and Ings though. Like, I mean, you've invested a lot in both financially, actually, which is a bit uh, a bit strange because a lot of people are getting on Ings now. Like you said, like you yeah. know, that was a super differential for the last month.
1: Yeah, I've got a point six since I've had him, so I'm going to get point three back if I ever sell him. But I think I'm just going to keep him. I'd rather keep him than Jimenez. I think because Jimenez to Greenwood will allow me to like raise something like three million Mm -hmm. plus. I have like two million in the bank, so that just goes Martial the whole way up to Salah. So then I've got like if I want to play. Two premium mids in um, for the Liverpool double game week. Three premiums. three premiums, yeah, yeah. Two Liverpool premiums plus keeping KDB. No. So might do I, that.
0: I mean, what you're alluding to there is essentially why I think basically completely, hip. you know, kind of total hypocrisy on what I just said about feeling loosey-goosey and being flexible. For the next three game weeks, I'm going to be deciding what I do with the Liverpool double. So I'm yeah. working towards that. And I have to decide to do... And as I said, most FPL managers do. And that's the kind of the big talk point this week, I'd say. And I'm sure we'll see it later on in the drunk tank. Is, you know, which approach do you take with Liverpool? Because I haven't heard anyone arguing against all three Liverpool players. like Or having three FPL Liverpool players. I'm sure there is. There's always going to be devil's advocates and contradicting opinions. There's always going to be scumbags out there. I, sure. yeah. After those guys, Have I, four Liverpool players yeah, if you yeah. can. Exactly. You'd have as many as you could. Oh yeah, the four thing. Did you read about it? We we'll get into that later on. That was crazy. Yeah, is that a hoax or was that real? No, apparently
1: that? there was a bug in the game where if you opened did, up on two, on the... yeah, if you'd opened up on the app and on a browser on your phone or something like that, and you lined up your transfers in a certain way, if you confirmed them in a certain order, did it a certain way, you could end up getting uh, four Liverpool players in your team or something like that. Yeah,
0: but did that actually affect the game this week? Is that that one was reason? I think that was last delayed.
1: week, and I think uh, they they updated it.
0: No, I don't know where, why it was
1: delayed. They were, they were up, late updating the scores on uh, Thursday night last yeah, week. Yeah, that's what
0: wearing I wearing was hat. like, my tinful, my tinfoil hat was on. I was like, oh, really? this has been a fucking, this is a job, man. Something's after happening. Hashtag transparency, please. They
1: wouldn't explain that, like, <laughs> that's what they were doing to someone like us. Like, there's normal plebs.
0: Plebs, like yeah. us. But either way, getting back to a bit of uh, uh, structure in the pod, uh, I haven't heard anyone worth their salt not talking about three Liverpool players for the double game week it just seems like a foregone conclusion and the only question is two at the back or two in the midfield Yeah, I mean again you're going to have your Firmino shouts and I'm you're sure going to have your th-
1: three at the back shouts as well possibly three
0: at the back too and I mean you can see the merits to all three of those although I'd say the three at the back is far less fun <laughs> well, <that's laughs> a, I'll put it this way the amount of people that are going to be triple captaining one of
1: Mane or Salah that week mm-hmm. if you want to go triple defence and just like you can if you want, but just remember, one goal is going to just piss you off. And if Salah or Mane do anything yeah. and you don't have them at all, with the amount of people captaining and triple captaining, you are going to plummet down the ranks. Yeah. So I think you need to have one. I am I was fully on, no, I'm just going to get Robbo or maybe Van Dijk if I mm-hmm. think he's more secure of starts. But um, yeah, there's a part of me that's kind of going, man, double game week. This will be I- the first double game week I think Salah's ever had. Surely you want to have... You know Salah in your team for that, but I think what I might do is I might, I might get Rabot this week, and I might just kind of lock myself into that. And then if I decide on the game week that Salah is in better form than Mane, just do a Mane to Salah transfer that week. I have no problem doing that.
0: Yeah, just the fact that you said about Van Dijk and that you were considering him, I'd have an issue with that because if I was going to go three at the back, then I'd ha- or or two at the back, then I'd have to go. Robertson over Salah or Van Dijk why would Robertson be not a short of minutes now, but it's not just for
1: that game week but I mean the minutes going on the game weeks afterwards so from game week 25 or 26 onwards if they've the, if they've a commanding lead at that stage you could see Robertson and Trent being rotated more
0: yeah but I don't mind t- picking up a few clean sheets at the 65 in America <laughs> you <know>? yeah, <laughs> I'll but, take that. but
1: you might see them start. you could see Miller yeah. playing left back and people getting their medals kind of stuff probably a bit too early to speak I, about that I'm I think saying,
0: it's game week yeah. like 30 onwards you might see that if Liverpool are when you see actual but, signs yeah. of maybe them kind of wrapping the the season up then we can talk about that but you get the that. Champions League but Miller picked up. up a knock as well at the weekend did he? Uh, okay I up. Up, so yeah. he's out so I think tr- and he started out right back so I have the money to say
1: for a while I have the money so I would probably be going uh, for Robbo anyway so I'm thinking I could just do a nice Guibert to Robbo move this week and then um, still have two free transfers next week mm. um but I could just decide to free up money for my fifth defender and go the whole way down to a 4.0 or 3.9 defender. And then that will kind of set me up to do uh, the move I was talking about there with getting uh, Martial. Well,
0: Absolutely. it appears that the the world is at your oyster, Seamus.
1: So many options. I haven't committed to anything yet. Yeah. I'm going to be looking at this throughout the week and before making a decision. Yeah,
0: well, I mean my issue is just I think I need to make the decision before this say game weekends. You seem to be pretty set on Mane to Salah. I, Salah, I couldn't for the life of me see how I'd switch to Salah. I mean, if Mane blanks for the next two fixtures, Tottenham and Man United, I'm not going to transfer him to Salah. You know, it's like, I'm going, okay, well, now he's got Wolves and West Ham. I mean, that's not, wouldn't be too bad. It wouldn't be enough.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying if he blanks, but I'm just saying whoever is looking in better form. We have said earlier on this season that Mane. You have to be saying he blanks, though, because he definitely, that's the only way you'd consider getting rid
0: right, of him is if he blanked too. That's the worst case scenario, no?
1: Yeah, that's, you're only looking at one side of the argument, though. You're looking at Mane's performances. I'm looking at Salah's performances. Yeah. If Salah looks absolutely unstoppable, like he did a couple of weeks ago, uh, or a couple of seasons ago, and if we're kind of seeing and we have been seeing shoots of that where he's been playing centre forward and he's just been doing really really well you're kind of like this is kind of the seller we know yeah. but he hasn't been consistent with it well, like recently but if we saw next two games he'd been completely on fire it would be hard not to I mean that's what I'm that's what I'm worried about that I'm going to he's going to get to the game we can go damn it I'm locked into this double Liverpool defence and Mane and I really want Salah. So do I sell Robertson now and then just go for one defender, two midfielders? Like You could, if you had that concern. If I do have that concern, I can easily go, well, look, let's just go Mane to Salah. It Sounds like a plan C scenario. Where it's, it's just like... something people aren't thinking of. People are kind of going, I've got Mane and I've got my two defenders and I'm going to have to ride this. And I was like, you do know you can just do a sideways move from Mane to Salah. Right? I think personally... It hasn't been mentioned in anything
0: anywhere on social media. I'll until. tell you why I don't think it's been mentioned. is because there's no merit to it. It's not really possible. Like, What are you saying that Salah is going to score if... like I'm trying to pitch your best-case scenario. Salah scores two hat-tricks, like as in one in, in the next two games, Spurs and United, and Mane blanks in two, and then maybe you'd consider it? Because like, then, okay, fine, that's a crazy scenario but realistically Salah scores looks great plays a great game and is a bit quiet I'm still not thinking mane is gone off the boil he's just been so fucking consistent this season so I wouldn't be considering Mane to Salah at all I would only be considering doubling up which is what I am thinking of doing because I do everything you said in terms of Salah looking like he is getting back to, to shape is bang on the money mm. agree with 100% of that and right now I'm at 0.0 transfer value to be able to do it all nice. in the next three weeks So I'm with you on getting Salah in, but there's not a hope I'd be considering swapping them. Even as I said, worst case scenario.
1: Good. I want you playing with more restrictions on your fucking game. Yeah. Makes it makes you much more easier to predict.
0: Makes me gives me a lot more options to consider. I do an FPL podcast. I don't think you could get more fucking easier to predict, Seamus. I have no problem telling you my moves because, you know, it's worked for me. I'm just saying. uh, Forever. Consider it.
1: Like I mean, if it was a case that all right, there's a double game we coming up and one player is in red-hot form one player has been had a great season I mean but he's been looking a bit he's not the form guy mm-hmm. you know then we're like why you could easily do that now it is a dangerous move in that it could just switch the other way around but mainly the reason I've been I, I went from Mane like earlier on this season was because I had Salah and Salah didn't look he was getting points but he didn't look like he was his old self and he wasn't playing he was Snatching at shots and his shooting accuracy was further off. But Mm. Mane just looked like anytime he got a chance he was going to score, and he still looks that way. So I'm not considering at all to to move him off. But I'm just saying there's an option there that if Mane looks uh, devoid of confidence, tired, or anything like that, whereas Mane just or sorry, Salah then looks like he's got full of confidence and he's, as you said, like a two goal haul followed by a goal and two assists in the next two. Everyone's going to be. Oh yeah, everyone's not- going to be getting on Salah and triple captaining him as well. And if
0: you don't, you know, you could easily just come. Mm-hmm. That's a different argument, and I agree with you. I mean, that if that happens, you definitely are going to see a massive trend in the Mane to Salah bandwagon uh, move. If, like as you said, Mane looked blanked, I don't. I wouldn't say looked avoid the confidence and all this stuff because my my issue with that is we have a lot of information. We've now got 21 game weeks worth of information and we've only got two until the double game week. So Mm. how much information are we really going to get from two game weeks that's going to be significant enough to overwrite what we already have?
1: Yeah. Well, my point is anyway, I don't, I think I'm just happy to stick with and put my money on Manny at this point. But as I said, if things change, that would make me reassess that. Then yeah. I, I reserve the right to kind of change my mind.
0: I reserve the right. I'm not to locking. I'm not, I'm not locking it in right now. As in
1: right now, I'm going. This is what I want to go with because everything's pointing towards Mane and, and two defenders. But there, then there's always the thing that one mistake in a game and you lose your clean sheet. I know they've been keeping clean sheets late and I really wish I was part of it. Um, Five oh, yeah.
0: or six in a row now? It's five or six. Yeah, it's yeah. five or six now. Yeah,
1: and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just... Look, we I'm, both I'm started a, very really
0: 50-50 as to yeah. whether I want to go double midfielders or double defence. I think, yeah, no, I'm with you uh, in the sense that like I'm actually completely happy uh, with the idea of two Liverpool defenders uh, or two full backs because they're just, as we've talked about all season, essentially... Attacking midfielders at this yeah. stage, do you know. So I'd have no issue with it. I do feel a bit greedy and want to go for the premium player, and because I, yeah. you know, I have nothing but respect for FPL Mohamed Salah. Do you know, like yeah. he has been a complete legend since uh, since coming into the, with Liverpool, and yeah, no, I, I think we'll have to see what 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 happens in game week 22 because either way people are going to need to start making their minds up pretty fucking fast
1: yeah and i mentioned van dyke purely because i think i remember i'm remembering what laporte did in man city's double game week and he ended up being the top go- point scorer of the game week so i think i'm thinking you know what this guy, we saw already saw van dyke
0: can just bang in two headers in a, in a game, yeah. No, but uh, he's capable of massive hauls. But I'd, I, I, I put my money on one of the two lads, Rob, Robbo or or Alexander Arnold. But yeah. look, we've been jibber jabbering about our our teams for far too long, and talking about our own opinions. It's time to reach on out there and grab a whole handful of those questions, Seamus. It's drink tank time. <laughs> All right, we've got a few different questions this week. And
1: the first one that comes in is from Didi, who's at atlefe78a. Um, he's just wondering what our thoughts are on Sun. Um, he's had him all season, but he got rid of him after the red card. He really wants to play him, but Spurs have being so inconsistent lately. And now that Harry Kane is out, he reckons his chances of assists are less. And not to mention the small little fact that next up, they're playing Liverpool. The big what are L. your thoughts on Sun? In this in this game week and just in the upcoming game weeks. So he's back now, isn't he, son? Yeah, he yeah, played yeah, the uh, FA Cup there
0: midweek. Oh, did he play the FA Cup? Yeah, Midweek. Where is going? Did they draw one all? Oh we said we were deliberately going to avoid uh, picking uh, results from the FA Cup because we were confident. That yeah, I haven't know. watched. Yeah, they drew one all with Middlesbrough. Oh, okay. Uh, so he played the FA Cup and he's gotten rid of son already, did he? Um. Yeah, he's got rid
1: of Son in the red card, which you, you had to, to say value. Interestingly, in the FA Cup, Son and Lucas played centre-forward uh, mm-hmm. together. So we saw Lucas playing quite advanced last season for la- large parts of the season, and uh, even the start of this season. But then, yeah, he's kind of been a lot deeper now.
0: In relation to the part of Didi's question where he said, you know, will Son's chance of assists less than now that Harry Kane has picked up that injury, I'd actually be happier if I was a Sun owner in regards to Harry Kane being injured because I feel like that means is going to play more advanced and maybe come in off that left that he has been playing with under Mourinho. My only concern is Spurs' current form uh, and, you know, it just whether or not I feel like they can pick raise their level because they do have Liverpool and City in the next four. No, uh, let me tell you. Go for it. I completely agree with you. Oh shock, horror. shock horror. Uh no yeah. I can yeah. Uh I feel
1: much better getting in uh son without Harry Kane if I'm honest. Um means he's probably going to be pushed more forward maybe playing the center forward role then kind of coming in off the left. Just stealing my voice. Um, is Exactly yeah. what I said. That's what I what I, I just said. I, I, I preface this by met. saying I agree with you. Um I don't think son I son isn't known for his assists anyway. Son is known for like getting lots of shots off. Yeah. Know? That's what son is good at. And uh yeah, I think they'll have to play with a system whereby um, and the other thing as well is, like, even Deli Ali was playing more advanced than Kane yeah. recently. He's uh, He was kind of being the guy pushed up there, and Harry was kind of dropping deeper to get it. But, yeah, the same reason why I would, um, I don't, I, I like Son, but the same reason I'm not considering getting him in is because if, he's, what, 10 million? Or maybe he came back down to, like, 9.6 mm. or 7 or something now. For argument's sake, 9.8. Yeah, say something like that. Like, if you were going there for your third midfielder slot, assuming you have, like, KDB and Mane or something or KDB and Salah and you've got two premiums already if that's going to be a third premium you should be trying to find that extra 2 million going for like a second Liverpool player or coming down I think there's better value there at uh, the kind of 7.5 million mark with like some like James Madison playing in a team like Leicester who are like in much better form and have better fixtures Spurs that's the thing I wouldn't get I like Son not getting a Spurs player in against Liverpool
0: no, I wouldn't be doing it this week, but I can see his logic in regards to Watford and Arch. They're they're too like if just say Mourinho does the what I don't believe is really possible this weekend and beats Liverpool, uh, they're gonna go into that fixture with, you know, their heads a bit higher. Wouldn't be too hard. And I mean, Sun's not a terrible shout. I mean, you're shaking your head there. I get it. I'm not I'm just saying he seems interested on in whether or not Sun is an option. Yeah. And there's definitely an argument to be made. In regards to the fact that Harry Kane is now out means he will be playing more advanced. The question is whether or not Spurs can fucking up their game. And they don't look too promising if you ask me.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, like that you're saying, oh, yeah, Watford next after that. That's a resurgent Watford. And they're away to to Watford. Uh, I don't like that shout at all. Spurs have just lost to uh, Southampton away. So you know mm. they can lose anyway. And they've drawn with Norwich. So we're talking about how Norwich, are, they're playing Norwich game at 24. Yeah, I think they'll do well in that game because they could have... You know, they should have really done much better against Norwich. But um they nearly dropped points to Norwich there as well. They fell behind what twice? Yeah. You know, so it's uh it's definitely not something uh I would be too eager on. Uh it could be it could be a nice differential move. That's okay, it saying. could work out if, but I just think you're kind of taking the wrong time to, to risk on. Plus Harry Kane, how long is he gonna be out for? A hamstring injury, two weeks? You know, he'd probably miss
0: one game, maybe two. I think they're talking about six weeks. So six I'm, weeks? I'm, see, I'm here in six weeks. I six to eight day. weeks, which is quite a bit. Uh, so enough that Spurs could get a bit of a run together. But look, I think we'll both kind of maybe, if we were to use the metaphorical uh, yes-no clock, we'd probably both side with, nah, leave it off. Yeah, you know? I like Sun, but I just, I don't think he'd be the player I'd be looking to get in this week.
1: Definitely not this week against Liverpool.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like, if you're a crazy motherfucker and you missed the KDB train, so... You have like a ten a midfielder slot there to play with, then then get maybe KDB. Gaming, well, <laughs> maybe I'm KDB. just saying, like after Villa home to Crystal Palace and then Sheffield United, that game be twenty four. Uh, you know, if you had that kind of spot where you knew you could get KDB out and in, I go. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just that Norwich picture is just glaring in my eyes, Jameis. Yeah, thinking, true. it's be- gonna be, be a nice. Distracted,
1: but that's um. That's it's, something that's short-term thinking. That's I something know, I
0: I'm know. I'm liking about my
1: players this week. I've got Martial if he proves to be fit um, against Norwich this weekend. Like really liking the look of that fixture. Yeah, and you've got right. Rashford as I've well. I've got right. Rashford possible um, captain. We have a similar question, uh, not a similar question, but a somewhat related question from um, FPL chieftain and he's asking you uh, which are the better long-term picks over the next four to six game weeks. He has the uh, the money to do the following two moves, and he's not sure which are going to pay off over those, that period. So um, the first one involves Sun. It's Sun and Ings or Allen and Rashford. Um, those are the two combos he's kind of looking at over the next four to six weeks.
0: We haven't discussed this. I have my thoughts. What are yours? I'd definitely be Sun and Ings over Marcy and Rashford. I don't know why, but I'd much rather be... It feels like you're taking... Like, Ings is kind of a solid enough shout in the sense that he's just on such a run of form that, like, yeah, maybe he does nothing against, uh, you know, in a way, match against Leicester. But I can see him fucking nicking a goal against Wolves. And uh, I just wouldn't be doubling up on United. I'm just like, fuck that. They could just go out and lose. This could be the start of Norwich's droughts uh, or, you know, fucking march to survival. Beating United at uh, Old Trafford. Okay, yeah, again, we haven't discussed this beforehand, but I'm agreeing with you,
1: absolutely. I, We just said there, we just kind of poo-pooed Son mm. there for a minute ago, and now I'm don't thinking... Don't wee me, don't <laughs> wee that.
0: You poo-pooed
1: him. I poo-pooed Son, but at the same time, I'm looking at kind of going you've got Danny Ings you know covering him there Danny Ings yeah, scores 9 slack. points every every
0: game yeah well, so you basically can't go for the Danny Ings option or you can't not go for the Danny Ings option if Danny is in any from- combo choice here Danny the Danny Ings combo wins yeah but exactly especially when the question is coming from chieftain and we know your <laughs> oh, history yeah. with the assaults and shade throwing uh yeah it's but it's that way I couldn't double up on
1: United I do like either one of Rashford or Martial as options I I actually Rashford's think,
0: getting expensive That's I think maybe
1: King look at
0: um Martial innings how about that I'd probably if I had to choose again like I've also looked at if I needed to make a million where what I can do because I'm looking at all about money right now basically how do I get salary in economically and what is my option so that's what i spent the last seven fucking days doing and one of those options i've looked at okay if i needed to make a million i have something the guts of nine mil invested in rashford and if i can turn rashford into marcial somehow i haven't can't got the fucking idea in my head right now but i know it's possible to basically maybe turn ali into marcial and rashford down to a four points. Two Brewster, or three Brewster, whatever he is now. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. That's a terrible idea. Because that's my Liverpool player gone. Fuck that. No. But
1: uh, oh, I, I was like, "Who's Brewster?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the cheapest a set, a striker in the two. fucking thing. Just and I was green looking word, at it, four point three.
0: But I picked him. And I was like four point two. It's an extra point one. And I was like, "Oh, there's my fucking Liverpool slack gone." And I was like, "Well, that's nonsense." So uh, yeah, Greenwood four point three exactly. Uh, then maybe that's possible. So I am with you there on the Marsh, the Martial, and Ings route because. Mm. Yeah, I uh I think Martial, as you said a while ago, midfielder playing up front, he's out of position. You know, uh he's on as good a form as Rashford, essentially. Like, you know, they're both having yeah their kind of, you know, peak uh FPL returns. So
1: Yeah, and uh as I said, they've got three nice fixtures in the next four. So I think I want a piece of that. I think I might keep uh I think I might keep it. I think I have a move there a potential move like if I dropped down from Guibert to Hanley this week and just rolled my other transfer then the following week I could go I could get rid of Grealish for Salah and him and Mister to Greenwood so that mm-hmm. way would allow me to keep uh, Martial for their game week 34 home game against Burnley exactly. and then you know home to Wolves is kind of a hard game as well but it's a home game nonetheless and United seem to play better when up against better teams so yeah, that could be good.
0: Um, but you never like rooting for your player when you're up against better teams. No, yeah. Either way, uh, Chieftain's offered us options A and B and we've decided on C. Yeah, so. C. <laughs> or second place would be A though. I think Sun and Ings would
1: probably outscore Rashford yeah. and Martial. It's just, they may not. There's a higher point ceiling with the second one but there's just I C. I don't think, I can't imagine Ole coming through if that, the next
0: four games with three wins. And if I'm a Spurs I, fan, as Chieftain is, I fuck want to be rooting for a son more than I yeah, want to be rooting for a exactly, That yeah. would make me want to do it just right there. If you're a
1: Spurs fan, so yeah. yeah, that's something to look for. Anyway, that's uh, my two cents. And I just made it personal. Next yeah. question. Uh, the next question we have then is from uh, FPL Rossi. Uh, FPL Rossi is uh, in Limerick, and he said, Happy New Year's, As uh, Best
0: replacement from Tom Heaton for less than 5 million. Sip a beer to FPL Rossi. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, because I'm in a similar position, not with Heaton, but I have a Pope dilemma, and shit's not looking good for Burnley. I yeah, mean, but he—that's his other keeper. He's got a Heaton and Pope uh, rotation. He's been
1: doing all season. Uh, you may recall he's asked us a few times to that choose. That's been Rossi, Yeah, he hasn't asked us now in a few weeks. But I think I think he he's been getting it right himself, so he hasn't needed any guidance. He's yeah. he's flying there I recently. In him. actual fact, he was our manager of the week. Uh, in our FPL Hangover oh, mini really? league podcast oh, I'll get to that later Rassi. don't worry um, it's, it's
0: but not yeah. like an FPL Hangover mini league podcast it's the FPL Hangover podcast mini league oh yes you're right <laughs> oh, so <sorry>, foolish <footage laughs> of me yeah, I so, just knew at the start of the season this is yeah. just going to be countless fuck ups on this yeah. well think... yeah you're right I was just
1: concentrating on falling off the chair while I'm <laughs> saying it so yeah he um he's had Heaton and Pope and now Heaton is injured and probably out for the rest of the season I think I'm at least this tweet looked like it was going to be after for the rest of the season. He's got a ACL injury with his knee yeah. or something like that. But yeah, he's only got Pope. And as you said, like you, Pope hasn't got great fixtures. I assume he's going to keep Pope and maybe want to rotate him with somebody. But who do you think is the best five point oh million keeper? So less than five Less than five gonna... yeah, yeah, a lot
0: of keepers are there. There's, I think, there's some good options. No, so. there is. There's some great options. And as I said, I'm looking at keepers all around the place because I do want to get off the Pope train for the foreseeable future. I only have Pope. So I've been looking at everyone in and around. And just, you know, to give the too-long-don't-read synopsis, you've got the likes of Matty Ryan. Brighton have a serious set of fixtures for the next uh, foreseeable future. I think even to the end of the season, there's like one small rough patch. But uh, pretty nice fixtures all the way down. But he's 4.8 now. I think you've got McCarthy, who's kind of the opposite of uh, a Matty Ryan. Uh, Southampton, not really known for their clean sheets. They've kept two in the last five or six but he's four point three, which is an incredible value for a team that look uh, to be improving, kind of as the season's been going on, and will hopefully finish it strong. So they're the two main contenders for me. Like, am I willing to go an extra couple of mil or an extra couple of you know point ones for Matty Ryan because I do like Brighton's fixtures, or do I want to go gutterball with uh, McCarthy? and you said that he's got two keepers so he already has pope yeah he has pope if i'm going go, if i'm going with a second keeper so i've two rotating options i'll definitely go southampton yeah okay just well, for the price value, because i don't want more than 9 million in my keeper
1: not a fan of southampton although they have been a bit better defensively more recently
0: but i just have but such I, a solid defense and i'm sure he uh, i'm sure rossi does too because there's so many good options out there yeah. that I view it almost like a fucking four-point... My, my shittiest defender right now.
1: Yeah, I like... I'll tell you who I like. I mean, I do like the... um, Matty Ryan shout. Yeah. Uh, always good for save points, as you said. And I think he's got some good features. bonus points this fucking season. Yeah, they're playing their next few teams. Everton, who have not been scoring a lot of goals recently, look very, very poor in the cup game against Liverpool... Um, then a home game against Aston Villa who aren't scoring a lot of goals and have just had Wesley injured then you've got Bournemouth who I don't remember the last time they scored a goal probably was a Harry Wilson free kick whenever it was Uh, West Ham yeah okay they could be resurgent now as well and then home to Watford who have not been scoring a lot of goals before
0: Pearson came in so
1: I think they're it's a good chance for Gleachis
0: Ramsdale for Bournemouth you don't think he's a like again, knowing that you have a Burnley defender to rotate with. I know rotation... That's a really good
1: shout, actually. I I hadn't considered Bournemouth at all. Just with the... like Bournemouth, the only time I consider them is when I'm looking at who are Bournemouth playing this week because yeah. I want players from their yeah. team. What striker is playing Bournemouth's defence this week? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, actually, Ramsdale could be a really good shout. I think Richard Jenkins... Um, he's one of these guys in the fpl hall of fame and stuff like that um really good manager i think he has gone up to like the top 30k when at game week 10 he was 2 million so he has been flying up he's been like whatever about my green arrows this guy's been getting like a 10 out of 11 green arrows as well but they've been much bigger he has ramsey on goals i noticed that recently so their next three games are good i am um, Who's the guy I was going to give a shout to? I think uh, Ben Foster isn't the bad shout as well.
0: Uh, I think Watford he's have like looked much 8 better. 8, though. That's fucking
1: yeah, expensive. It's under five million. 4.8 No, I know. And, like,
0: and uh, West Ham. Henderson um, is. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not. If I'm going 4.8 I think Brighton more than Foster. Would you say yeah. Ryan? Yeah, because he's four point seven. I think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I like. Um, I do like Fabianski as well. It must to be said for if he's okay. I think he got. Um, he was. He had a bit of an bit injury of or something. At the yeah, but I think he could be okay. Four point nine. I would start him in game weeks 22, 23, 24 and 25 and then you can rest him and when Burnley are playing Southampton away in 26, that's a good chance for a Burnley clean sheet, maybe Burnley will have upped their their season and got it together a bit more then,
0: yeah I think there's a solid few options out there, it's a bit of a head wreck at the moment, Rossi so I feel your pain Uh, I mean yeah, we've just listed out maybe 5 or 6 really solid uh, shouts, all below 5 mil rank your top 3 uh, right now as I said I'm not really doing it in ranking I'm looking at do I want to save money do I need to save money and in Rossi's case you already have so much money in your goalkeeping thing that I would be scooping a bit out there but like for me it's like save money McCarthy 4.3 starting goalkeeper alright fixtures or Matty Ryan they're my top they're my top two yeah I think Matty Ryan just because you wouldn't be looking at getting rid of Ryan really for, for the rest of the season yeah <laughs> Matty know? Ryan for me
1: um, the teams Bournemouth are playing aren't scoring a lot of goals jeez I'm kind of thinking Ramsdale might be number two now I think you might have talked me to Ramsdale Ger. and then uh, three would be Fabianski
0: yeah, is a good shout I like the Fabianski one I just think 4.9 West Ham I, I don't know I'll have to see a bit more from them but the double fixture is so enticing makes
1: so many saves he kind of averages about 3 points a game yeah. um, you gives know. away penalties just
0: so he can save them exactly, you know? exactly yeah. what more
1: do you want from a, an FBL goalkeeper yeah and the final question we have this game week uh, was actually a question that was asked last game week sure. yeah you
0: fucked it up Seamus the one thing you have to do is a drunk tank yeah. and you fucking skipped one of the questions.
1: Yeah, because I didn't. Uh, I didn't screenshot it at the time. It's from our good friend Steve, Steve Scully, um, who has been putting a good fight in the Tiger League for, with us this year. He was for a but while, fallen he's away, fallen yeah. away the last couple yeah. of game weeks. Yeah.
0: Christmas wasn't kind yeah. to yeah.
1: Steve, sorry. One Rex. too many Christmas parties, I think. But he was asking, <laughs> um, who do we think right now are the FPL essentials? Yeah, that we need to have on our teams. I feel like moment.
0: you've you might have prepared something to make up for your ignorance last week, Seamus. I can see there because you know classic Seamus. He's got a ream of paper. I feel like you're fucking. No, no, I'm just putting back this paper here, which yeah, <laughs> has kind yeah. of my potential transfers. But you've gone ahead and you've listed out Seamus's interests. Am I right?
1: Uh, well, I've got I've got players here I'm interested. I in talk about, but we're talking about FPL essentials, essentials? at the moment. Okay. I think KDB. Um, has proven that he's a season keeper already. Um, he's liable to get nineteen points in any particular game, like he did against Arsenal a few weeks back. And Man City are actually coming into a nice good run at the moment against teams. Um, like their hardest fixture in the next five is probably away to Sheffield United, but I expect them to beat Spurs fairly convincingly, West Ham fairly convincingly, Crystal Palace, and away to Aston Villa. Like, yeah, I expect four is big KDB wins top now. of your list. So KDB is probably top of my list. Um, three Liverpool players are essential. Yeah, you know, for gaming twenty four. If you've got two now, start moving towards planning which third player player you want, whether that's two defense or Mane and Salah and one defender. But I think Trent is critical, and whether you want to go Mane or Salah, one of those is essential. Yeah, but I don't think one is more essential than the other. It's just whichever one you want to go for. Um, Vardy essential. Leicester or two
0: Leicester. Um, sorry, should have two from Leicester. You should probably yeah, you should have two. But I think you should need a yeah. Leicester defender. As I just simplified it. Like when he when uh, he asked the question, I was like, I'm just looking at it in terms of you know how do you, how many can I chunk out straight away? You nailed it there. You said three from, three from Liverpool. Boom. There's three gone. KDB's on top of that. Yeah, two from Leicester because you've got price and form there. Yeah, and then. The rest is really up to you. Yeah, wise. make your
1: transfers are around the fringes of your team. Like your mm. fourth midfielder can be Jack Grealish, or it can be Ishmael Assar if you want to go for something like that. There's there's guys out there. That's where you want to work around. I think Ings is proving to be like essential at his price at the moment. He's only six point seven, and uh, like that seems like so not essential, but like that's offering crazy value. He's proving to be better points per million. Then like all the big strikers, you know, then Aubameyang, then even Rashford and players like that. Um, Tammy Abraham. And uh, yeah, I don't think uh, there's anyone else out there that's really, you know, essential at that stage. I would say Trent, a Liverpool midfielder, Kevin De Bruyne, Vardy and another Leicester player, maybe defender. Yeah, I think you should
0: have a Leicester defender. Just They're so heavily owned. Oh, and, and they are like... Lundstrom, of course. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's... Although, to be fair, now, just to throw it at you if you didn't have Lundström now, would you get him, would you advocate paying five million for him? Would you really no, be playing? No, him? No, not with their fixtures at the uh, moment. But i maybe
1: come back to him later on the season when the fixtures are picked up if I had yeah. to buy him for five million. But I'm just not selling him. He cost me four million. I think you can take it that nearly
0: everyone has Lundström. So that that's, uh. you know, a bit of a, a Any, comfort blanket. Anyone I didn't mention there? that No, you hit the nail on the head. As I said, it's not. Like, essentials-wise, you know, that's another one of those kind of big words. Like, what does that mean? But... I yeah I think as you said three Liverpool KDB two Leicester boom the rest is it's up to you and uh, you can make arguments for Ings. I don't know if I'd use him in the word essential because like I think you could maybe cover him with like the of, you know Pay over the coming weeks and and stuff like that I think there's options around his price Calvert Lewin has kind of shown a, a bit of potential and Everton have a really nice run of fixtures as well and yeah. you know he's in that price bracket but. The form Ings is on, you know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to. Um,
1: I wouldn't be opposed to like a Verdi, Ings and a Vardy Ings and Mope. Yeah.
0: Um, and then- I'd argue that Jimenez is more essential than uh, Ings. Really? See, um, well, like you kind of touched a while ago on, on what Jimenez is doing, and I think the big thing, what he, for you know, the big thing he's shown me this year is that essentially he is a talisman for Wolves. The problem was. Oh, for for him it is. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, and you t- know, tip away shit. But when Wolves do well, and they've yet to not really do well. I mean, they are a slow, start, slowish start to the season, but like they've yet to, since they've been promoted, ever really go through a bad run of form. I know there has been little exceptions there, but just before Christmas last year was a bit yeah. of a bad form, but nothing terrible. But nothing they got out of it. Do you know what I mean? So there's no, there's never been real serious kind of negativity, negativity around Wolves. And this whole time, Jimenez is just tipping away. So, I mean, if that's not kind of borderline essential, you can rely on him for nearly a season... For over a season and a half, you've been able to rely on his for consistent FBI return. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which I mean, is a fantastic run of form. Yeah. Um, but yeah. does that make him essential or just...
1: Potential no, no I life? don't think so. Because as I said, if if you didn't have Jimenez and you had Tammy Abraham, I think that could be just as good depending on form. So, I mean, yeah, I don't think he's essential. I'm looking at actually potentially getting rid of him in gimmick 24 because there's money in him and downgrading him to greenwood as i said frees up so much money that it could allow me to get a you know another uh, player in like sala yeah in, in that week yeah. or i could just upgrade um it could even potentially allow me to upgrade greedish to just someone who's 10 million if i want to do that
0: yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah it, that was it anyway no. th- th- that's the drunk tank for this week Thank you for all of the questions. Uh, and sorry again, Steve, for forgetting your one last week. I don't even think he noticed. I won't lie to you. I don't, like, he would have said it. He would have definitely said it. Yeah. yeah and it he didn't say it. So either you didn't listen to the fucking podcast or you didn't notice. Either we'll, way, shame on you.
1: We'll forgive him because, uh, yeah, the game we was midweek last week so that kind of threw a lot of people off we still released on Monday so it's not too many days to get the pod listened to it's not like he has two kids in a a life or anything yeah that's true Yeah, Yeah. should be listening
0: but again thanks for all the questions and uh, I believe before we hit into our last segment this week Seamus we should be we should cast an eye upon the FPL Hangover Podcast Mini League. I was just going, like, you can't fuck just sleep at the podcast part. No, because the podcast is the challenge. There's no fun in in making it easy. The mm-hmm. FPL Hangover Mini League, that's easy. Okay. But the FPL Hangover blah, 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 blah. The FPL Hangover <laughs> Podcast mini-league. yeah. Yeah. I mean realistically <laughs> I wanted us to have a shot jar for when uh you know we fucked it up so yeah. we could do a shot. But yeah. you didn't want to make the show as lowbrow as that.
1: No, not quite. Try uh hold off here for a bit longer anyway. We'll I'm sure we'll be there before the end of the season. We
0: need to if we need to, you know, hit ratings or something, we have a plan B. Yeah. Yeah. We've got plenty of lowbrow stuff we can oh, come up so with. So much. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. And uh, just check the chopping room floor. Uh I'll just start off so this week with Manager of the Week. I mentioned it earlier, it's FPL Rossi, Seamus Kennedy, who scored eighty four points this week. Captain on Salah. Not his vice captain, he's actual captain on Salah. Um his vice-captain was on Vardy, so if Salah didn't start, I, you know, he must have been a bit worried before those lineups were announced. Uh, he also had Grealish with 13, Cantwell with 10, Robbo, uh who got 12 points, assist entry bonus, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Sayunchu. he even had Zaha and Tammy Abram, who both, both picked up 5 points each. He moved his OR last week from 277k to 112k. So we were actually like only a couple of points separating us last week, but he's... Away a bit now with his 84 points. I think he's pulled an extra 20 away from me. Um, Yeah, so congratulations to Rossi. And um, just give an an honorable mention as well to a new entry to our top 10, which is FPL Crypto. Oh, he's back. Yeah, he's um, he's had a really good. I think he was in Mexico or something, was he? Possibly. He was in Mexico. I'm pretty sure he put up a picture in the chat there the last day. Him walking on the beach on deadline day trying to decide what uh transfer he's going to make. But Hashtag you, humble brag. He had a good week anyway, he moved into our top 10, but we're only going to go through the top five here at the moment. I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. Um, in fifth, we've got our friend Connor Kelly, uh, Conk, and he's on 1260 points. He's he into the top up to five, flying it, man. Fuck. Yeah, he's in the top five. Yeah, so it's great to see uh, some. Friendly faces and names up there. In fourth, we have Anthony Clark, 1268 points. And in fifth, David Grant. He's on 1,277. He has uh, been overtaken by Paul Galloway, who had a great week this week and got is on 1,279. And still in the lead is Luke Burgess with Lukewarm FC. He scored 53 this week. Not his best week compared to others, but he had a bit of a lead anyway. 1,326 points. An overall rank of 420.
0: Yeah, you're gonna 420. Hell, yeah. You're gonna to have to do uh, some mighty FPL in to catch up with Luke between now and the end of the season. But fair play to all the lads. And uh, it's like 130 points ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But look, it's halfway through. It's a classic football analogy. If they could do it in the first half, you can do it in the second.
1: Yeah, half. I've actually I've got a good stat here. I did a bit of work on mine. I got 112 more points between game weeks. 11 and 20, then I got between game weeks 1 and 10. So between 1 and 10, I got 514 points, which is uh, a minus 4, so that's 510 points, averaging 51 points per game. Yeah. Shit, let's, let's call it what it is. it is. Um, Well, not good enough, we'll call it what it is. Uh, and that led me to be in my poor position at game week 10. But now, um, between game week 11 and game week 20, I picked up 626 points with one hit. So 622, an average of 62.2 points. So... You can make up 110 points in 10 game weeks like that. So there is there is the pot- potential to catch someone like Luke, but then he's going to have to have a bad season. <laughs> exactly.
0: There's a, You're gonna have a, to two go to a bad a swing season. there, you know. And he's he probably
1: is. just getting nailing all these decisions now. So I'm not going to I'm not going to wish the man ill fortune. I hope he goes on and uh, wins the entire thing because he's probably the only person in our league that's close enough to potentially win.
0: Why are you shitting on the rest of them, bruh? they're all winners to me they're in our league they're all yeah they're all winners so. they're all winners yeah. and speaking of winners uh, we outside of the FPL Hangover Podcast Mini League boom nail it uh, we also had success in our other uh, cups and, and little competitions we that we do to, yeah. to keep us entertained the podcast is being represented by my team in the elite FPL Champions League which is uh, a bit of crack load of uh, names in there and we had our first match of the season, or the first match of the Champions League, was we'll a uh, this game week, and we nailed it. Yeah, it's a big format: sixteen teams, sixteen groups of yeah. six teams. A lot of work. Uh, Daily Lama there at FPL Lammer or at FBL Daily Lammer. Just type in Daily Lammer. He's he put a shit ton of work into Scottish lad. Yeah, and uh, yeah, fucking load of work on into that, and that's great. Crack, kind of having something else to look at. But we won our first match, so go us. Points and on I, the board. Exactly, points on the board. I think there's still like. Nine or ten other matches to go. There's sort of n- yeah, there there's, there's ten
1: there. group games, and uh, the yeah. top two teams from each group go through, and then it's knockout. So, you got to get to the final 32, you got to yeah. do it, your You know, you're representing the oh, it'll here. be easy as
0: I said to 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 David, to Vama, I'm digging holes and taking souls. <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm doing this fucking uh, in this competition. But you also had a, a little victory this weekend. I'm representing us in the Cup of Gowls, so. uh,
1: which is um, a 32 man cup competition uh, between a lot of Irish boys and uh, yeah this week in round one in game week uh, 21 I had fierce opposition with Dahi Sexton you remember how well Dahi Sexton has been doing this season he's yep. been in our top 5 top 10 Shit, for, times. for like loads I think he was yeah. top there for the first few weeks as Absolutely well fucking flake at the start of the season. I caught him on a good week yeah he had a bad week he would only uh, 35 points so my 63 points um Smashed him this week. Sorry, Dahi. Um, he was top five k only two game weeks ago. So really? it just goes to show you in a cup competition like this, anything can happen. I think he's down to thirty k yeah. now he's, because he's had like one not too great week. but then this week was a poor week of yeah. 60 million ranks. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm just delighted to be the manager who's been doing so well this
0: season. I'm and gonna I'm gonna pour a beer out for his for his loss. Yeah, and dedication for his soul. Yeah, for one his more soul. soul. One more soul. For
1: uh, and this week I'm facing. I've got another tough game week this week and I'm going to have my work cut out for me. I'm fighting, uh, fighting. I'm fighting. was down with it. <laughs> I have a fist fight organized yeah. No, we are- I'm uh, <laughs> up against FPL Alpaca who's uh, Fran and he is overall rank at the moment his rank is 1,222 he's absolutely smashing it this season Oof. Um, and even like this week if I fought fought him I keep saying fight. So <laughs> if I played him uh, the week just gone he would have beat me I think he'd have scored a 71 or something like that whereas I don't need 63 so hopefully so,
0: you catch him on a good week
1: yeah yeah. has he has he has um, Trent and Rabo. I looked at his team from last week. He's got Trent and Rabo, and I think man maybe a Salah. But I uh, was going to get in Rabo this weekend. It's kind of putting me off getting Rabo now. Oh, really? It's yeah. playing in your mind. That's yeah. good. You're in his head. I'm just Living gonna I'm just gonna play my own game, and I'm going to uh, do what I want so anyway. Um, but your flag, you, you know, you you're fucking. Uh, you got the flag held high for the FPL hangover. Yeah. And uh, I won't I won't mention the rest of the the. Um, fixtures from that because uh, FPL Chieftain has been doing the cup draw or yes. the cup uh, results the classifieds the a really good job on them um, so I don't want to be stepping on anyone's toes on that so.
0: Chillingham nil, <laughs> West Ham 1 I really liked it no yeah. Uh, yeah do so check out the results from that there uh, so yeah everything all successful and a great idea just came to my mind there Shamus FPL Fight Club Fight Club where FPL players actually fight and maybe raise anarchy but I'm not gonna do it. But you can have that one. That one's for that one's for ye listeners. You can. We'll t- we'll ref it. Mm. We'll be the ring announcer. I, I think I feel like we'll do a live me. pod while it's happening. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's all the bullshit out of the way. It's time, ladies and gents, to get your balls to the wall. You to the wall yeah. Okay, so balls to the wall.
1: I've been threatening this for weeks and weeks and weeks. I've actually totted up the balls to wall totals for the okay. season so far. So, we've had 21 game weeks. So,
0: this is a halfway season kind of marker Yeah, right now. we've yeah. had
1: 21 game weeks, but we've had two, double, two game weeks there where we picked for two game weeks. Mm-hmm. So, two different episodes. So, we've had 19 picks. So, there's and, been 19 points on the line. Yeah, and it's tight. It's 10 to 9 to Ooh. one of us. There's Ooh. only one in it. I know who it is. Okay, and it's... 10 to 9 to you. Of course. It was always. <laughs> so at the moment, you are 10 9 up. That's including this week's results, which I'll get to in a moment. Um, you're, You've got 255 points from your picks. I've actually got 263. So it just means in the weeks I've been winning, I've been getting big scores. I think I'd Pookie for yeah. his massive haul or something like that. We're both averaging over 12 points per game week on our picks, it's which not- is six points per player. It's good. not the
0: toughest game in the world, though. You're literally picking the four best players that you think are going to be for yeah, a game. Yeah, yeah. You get a lot of shots. But we're, we're doing well. We're kind of like keeping... The, we're not doing poor. No, we're not. Yeah, and no. it, the main thing to take away is that I am one point ahead of you. Yeah, but and not in the Puck Fodders, you're not. Oh, really? You're
1: four points ahead of me in that.
0: Oh, I was wondering. I was like, what? I feel like I've been smashing. Yeah, them. yeah.
1: You're, um, you've are um, you got 11 of the um, 19 Puck Fodder picks correct. I've got seven and one It was a draw. And uh, that's going strictly by... There's a few ones there you've won by two points to one. Cause,
0: hey, a W is a W, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the Breen Sheets, so that's where I'm uh, I'm ahead. I've got seven right. You've had five. There's been a few draws. And um,
0: yeah, so it's... How, how much did you get? Seven? Two? Two plus two? Uh, yeah, I'm two up on that. So yeah, seven. Mm. That's catchable. Five. I mean, yeah. I figured you would be more successful in the Breen Sheets. I mean, after trouncing you last season... That's kind of why I wanted to bring him in a little yeah, bit, give yeah. you a bit of give you a fighting chance. But uh, I yeah. feel like I incorporate some of my puck fatherness into the brain sheets at times. <laughs> I yeah, want a small bit.
1: I kind of want a, a bit of luck. Last week's picks there. So just to go through them, uh, I actually won last week, so it would have been ten to eight before last week. Was it a clean sweep? Uh, no, it wasn't. Okay. You had a uh, Vardy as your first pick, so he didn't play at all. But we didn't know he had a calf injury at the time, and your second pick was uh, Jimenez. Uh, who only got the two and that ended mm-hmm. being your transfer in. Whereas I had Manny and KDB, so Mane with eight, KDB with two, so that's ten to two to me, in my favour. Um Puckfighter wise you nailed it, you went with Wood. And oh. uh yeah, got you another goal. The first I, goal since you picked him last in the
0: Puckfighter was exactly. it? Exactly. I have some kind of voodoo about me, man. Yeah. And like we hint we did hint at that in the last episode. But I didn't expect it to come true. And you know me and my memory, I, I tend to not really remember my puck fathers. Yeah. But I fucking remember getting wood.
1: Yeah, you're.
0: wood <laughs> <laughs> right now. Uh, your voodoo
1: went so far as to jinx the player I picked, which was Antonio, who didn't even. wasn't in the matchday squad. Yeah. He was injured apparently, so I didn't know that. Um, That's powerful stuff. The logic was correct with going for a West Ham player because they absolutely smashed Bournemouth 4 0. So, was it 4-0? Or yeah, 4-0. Yeah, 4-0. So, they actually absolutely smashed him. But um, it looked like Anderson is a player to go with in that team at the moment because he's been playing in the uh, the hole behind the striker. He's playing quite advanced, not out in the left wing as much, and he got his first goal of the season. Um,
0: yeah. And cast an eye on Haller as well. Moyes has been talking about yeah, a big man goal. up front. He did score, and, you know, he's one to watch. Yeah, Snodgrass scored as well, did he? Yeah, but I think he's... Uh, he's this isn't the best
1: yeah yeah so I mean West Ham was kind of the right shout I'm gonna you'll see in a moment there I'm gonna continue my uh, targeting the Bournemouth players uh, enough, option but uh yeah we both drew
0: in the green sheets Krull and Pope both got two points each they both lost their cleans so. but I would like to say that I was nearly fucking on the money with Norwich because you did give me shit in the last episode about picking Norwich and it was in the the late 80s that Palace got that equaliser so, I feel justified. I figured it struggled. They didn't keep a clean sheet? No, they didn't. So, you were wrong. And I you, don't like like have the points. you to get credit for this. I'm not getting credit. Get a, well, if he got like, three saves, He would have made at me, a save points. You looked at me as if... Yeah, exactly. I didn't kitchen. even... Christmas what? Day <laughs> and in <laughs> your Exactly, Seamus. And I'll never forget that up yeah yeah so
1: yeah look let's just move on from Nars clean sheet talk can we game week 22 game week 22 what have you got lined up okay so i first pick uh game week 22 and i'm going for vardy he can't be rested three games in a row he can't miss three games in a row can he oh i don't know i mean he definitely can because it's fbl and he's got a calf injury apparently he's got the yellow flag but until we see the actual press conferences and the. you know the talks before the games
0: we don't really know he's got two fucking twins screaming in his fucking ears is what he's got don't mind his calf injury either way it's uh if it happened it would be just laughable but it would be
1: uh it would also be justice because you got a blank last week so if i got a blank this exactly. week i'd have no one to blame but myself so
0: yeah we, yeah we'll give it a chance but that gave me picks two and three and i went with an all manchester an all manchester weekend for me it's gonna be Aguero and Rashford. I think uh, Aguero is a bit of a nice pick. I haven't really got to pick him much, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna play away to Villa City. Uh, I don't know. They're like the second best team in the league, you know. If you ask me, uh, and uh, yeah, I can easily see Aguero fucking banging a bunch of goals against Villa. You're I know not, he's a home player, or whatever. Yeah, but, but you're yeah. not worried about uh, Jesus. I think these minutes are even. I starting. think Aguero basically got arrested in the FA Cup, and I think he's gonna play in the league.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm. would j- just be worried about that side. It's a lot of money when Jesus scored two goals in the last game, and I wouldn't be transferring,
0: for him in. <laughs> but I would definitely take him for my second pick in the in the hotshots and yeah. Rashford's home match against Norwich. What more do you want? there? Yeah, yeah, it says it all. Yeah. Um.
1: I had a few choices then for my second pick and I was looking at Tammy Abraham at home to Burnley but Chelsea's form has not been you know, striking me with a whole lot of confidence. Um, likewise, I don't really like Spurs at the moment they're playing Liverpool. So I didn't want to go for Martial Both of us going for a United pick, I because they could lose that, even though it was appealing. I went for Manny in the end. Yeah, and you're varying it up for the audience. Yeah, which is to be merited. Well, not really, because I I seem to pick Vardy and Manny every week. Yeah, I picked them on more than one occasion. But Manny is just great player. Um, he's scoring goals away from home. One thing I've noticed about Salah this season, he's got like ten goals. I think only one has been away from home. Yeah. Whereas last year he Manny was the guy who only scored at home and Salah scored away it's this, it's, this week uh, this season it seems to be Mane's only scoring or Salah's only scoring at home whereas Mane's getting them away so yeah I'm, I'm back in Mane here and uh, yeah those are our hot shots puck for a time um, you're first up yeah I was first up and you're going to try and work your voodoo hoodoo magic Yeah, the strikers
0: that's my plan for this week it's I cast a spell on Chris Wood last week boom goal again I've decided to turn it towards a man that we should be familiar with as Irish uh, football fans, yeah. McColdrick. He's been a little unfortunate, he has yet to score a goal in the Premier League this season. But you can take this as almost gospel truth. He's gonna score this weekend. You're you're lifting the curse on him. I'm lifting the curse. And this is
1: only good news for the Irish national team. The Irish squad. Yeah.
0: And Sheffield United. And Sheffield
1: United. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been playing really well as a forward, but he has been yeah, he went around the keeper there And hit it to side like netting A couple of weeks ago And he threw his head Into his hands And he just needs A stroke of luck And I reckon He'll get two this weekend Because I think you're You've yeah. done it dead right Who are they against? They're against West Ham They're at home to West Ham Oh ah, yeah, yeah so West I Ham could have New manager bounce, But I don't know That was Bournemouth So maybe that's all You're not taking it into
0: consideration My
1: magical strengths Exactly yeah. And I don't know How you can quantify that But yeah Fair enough yeah. He's only 0.2% owned 5.4 million you're not really advocating getting in your team. It's but the fucking you, definition you of you, a puck valid, man. You reckon you're in. Okay. And I'm
0: going to do it. And if I'm right, I pretty much win the entire season regardless of the rest. You've agreed yeah, to I that. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I okay. think yeah, we can probably agree to that. It's in recording now, so we'll definitely have an argument next week.
1: My pick um, is a player that I'm actually looking for and I wanted to pick somebody who I could actually recommend as a good option. A uh, lot of managers talking about him... Um, you know, online and people kind of mentioning him in different podcasts that I have, I'd heard of last week as well. I was keeping an eye on him and that uh, win this week has definitely piqued my interest some more. Ishmael Assar for Watford. Mm. Watford have like three wins in their last four with uh, Pearson. Um, they seem to be responding quite well. I don't know. They're off the bottom anyway. I don't know if they're out of relegation zone, but they're definitely off the bottom of the Premier League right now. They've got some nice games coming up. Um, they're playing away to Bournemouth. As I said, this is continuing my strategy of picking a player for, from whoever is playing Bournemouth this week. It hasn't been
0: working for you. Um,
1: <laughs> you well, I'm going picking that. good players now. I'm <laughs> picking a good player now. The only reason it didn't work last week is I picked a player who was had an injury I didn't know about. Um, yeah, then they're playing Spurs. Spurs are pretty poor lately. And then Aston Villa, Everton, Brighton. I think they, he, he's a good shout for... Um, going forward but I don't know if I'll put my own money in there if I want to come off Grealish I might consider him and I'm going to back him this week to do the business I got one for you call me
0: Ishmael (laughs) Assar boom there's your team name there's your team name you can have that one lads that's another one for the FBL Hangover crew there you go and finally Breeze Sheets (laughs) Breeze Sheets the big daddy I'm going to back Wolves this week fair enough Roman Sice 4.4
1: I think yeah. Yeah, Roman Sice. Um he's gonna be my pick against Newcastle, who I just don't fancy to score goals at all. And they all seem to have they all seem to have injuries at the moment.
0: Yeah, well I mean I think picking Newcastle is another tactic you've had throughout the season, and it's a pretty solid one. Newcastle are that's relatively one that hasn't been working. But
1: they have they, they look like they're completely spent at the moment. They've played too many games at Christmas. Yeah. Like how many guys of their guys went off injured the last day? They had like three injuries, um and
0: then they had to use all their subs up and then Shar went down again.
1: I think they had to play with ten men. Yeah. I just don't even
0: look at Newcastle. They're interesting from a kind of fantasy FPL perspective. Not FPL, you know, in the fantasy terms, but like, oh, look at uh Johnjo Shelby scoring a goal from forty yards, you know, like. Uh, so they're or, fantasy, fa- FPL. they're fantasy, fantasy FPL. They're post fantasy As in, you,
1: I can fantasize about maybe having one on my team, exactly. but I never actually do. You'd it. You never do it in your
0: fantasy team. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there you go, folks. So they're FPL. They're FFPL. Yeah, it's some crazy shit we're getting into right now. Inception FPL. <laughs> <laughs> Inception FPL. But uh, so I think that strategy is pretty good. I've gone ahead, and my rationale this week was the opposite. Of your Bournemouth strategy, it's I'm 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 pro Bournemouth clean sheet. I'm going Rico is the man you want this week. And Ooh. do you want to know the reason why, Seamus? Tell me. Because I'm not going to be playing him in my team this week. Oh yeah. So oh, I have. Oh, that him. means automatic clean sheets. Probably some bonus. Nine points. I'm pursue. I'm presuming he'll be a nine pointer because he only comes on when he's got a minus one, which coincidentally was my low point in the last week I don't think I got to that but that was my low point one po- minus one off the bench minus one coming off the bench I mean it's definitely you know not as sucky as maybe a red card captain yeah. but it's up there it's in the territory of man fuck you you know like that's just a slap in the face yeah
1: just me getting Lundstrom off the bench this week and you getting that
0: was like a two point swing two point swing yeah. and I was very happy to see Sheffield United uh, conceding because do you know if if that had been a 1-0 Sheffield United win You'd be sitting top of. The I was,
1: league. I was like yeah. saying, I want this nil all. I was like nil all will get me. You're top, top of the. League. I was like get Tiger me top league, of our man. Tiger League, yeah. but then if um if it was like one, you know, as soon as Salah scored, I was like, I just get a man goal, just screw this clean sheet. And thankfully, Dean Henderson got three saves anyway. He, he nearly did. got, he
0: got five actually. He nearly had a sixth. But either way, uh, you can be, you know, you can bet your bottom dollar on Rico delivering. Uh, the guts of uh, double digit return this week because I've decided I'm not going to play him yeah. and he's going to be my first sub as well so he definitely won't come on so it's like nope he will sit there with a nice solid uh 9 points that's what I see in yeah. my head so there you have it folks puck fathers, brain sheets hot shots uh, yeah I think we can just about leave it there if you'd want to reach out to us you can get us on twitter at Hangover. you can also reach us on the gmails at fblhangover at gmail.com Seamus, you're also floating around the interwebs. You can check me out at FPL Drunk. And I would like to thank you all for listening to the first episode of 2020. Guys, may your eyes be green. God bless.